And we're back with another player profile and projection. We're talking about young reliever Jonathan Blake Holder from Gulfport, Mississippi, Jake. 25 years old. Mississippi State. Mississippi State came out of the bullpen last year for the Yankees like a rocket. Made a name for himself. Well, actually, like he failed. Then he came back. We'll get into it. But first, we got to tell you about Dugout Mugs. We got to tell you about Dugout Mugs. Again, you already know. You've already been to the website. You might have purchased one for yourself. And now you're going to think, should I get the Aaron Judge Signature Series? Should I get the El Gary Signature Series? And then Gary signs his name El Gary. He should. No. It'd be funny. Not what if, what if Glaber signed his name Glaber Good? That'd be funny, too. Well, what if he signed it El Glaber? That'd be good, too. More into that than El Gary, to be honest. Well, come on. Dugout Mugs. Go to Dugout Mugs. They're actually located in Tampa, so maybe we can go to the factory and let you guys know how they're, how they're made. We'll see the craft. I still want Maybe a full length one. I still I want to get the shot glasses. Got to see what the shot glasses are all about. Sure, mention those. Maybe we'll do uh, we'll do a, a a throwback get to know us episode. We'll take shots out of the dugout mug shot glasses. Ooh, ooh. Well, they're a new company. They're bringing dugout paraphernalia. They have they have a bunch. They have deals with like every minor league team now too. I used yeah. to like collecting minor league hats, and I know that is a thing people like doing because they have all the weird team names, you know. It's a it's a man cave trump card. Get all the Yankee organization dugout mugs. Shit, I'm gonna have to do that now because I have yeah. a collect. I have a growing collection. <laughs> so, I, I'm well, gonna make a shelf in my house. I'm gonna need the Rail Riders, the Thunder. <laughs> so dugout mugs. I just made a sale. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's the other guy in the podcast. <laughs> well, go to dugoutmugs.online/talkingyanks. And you can see uh, the Talking Yanks mug, which is pretty cool. They made for Jake and I and the rest of them. They got hats, too. Jake's got a hat. He wears it sometimes. Yeah. It's one of the few hats that looks good on me. That's yeah, not... that, that hat oddly fit my head well. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of it, the one I got kind of has a little Colorado vibe to it. So that's if I need to like blend in with Colorado folk, I, I throw that hat on. Perfect. 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 Well, it's like a hunting hat. Holder could uh, wear it. Kinda. That's a that's a little dramatic. Brown. It's, a, it's an out. It's an outdoorsy hat. Is uh, it's a an nice outdoorsy way to say it. hat. Jonathan it's an Hol- outdoorsy hat. Jonathan Holder is an outdoorsy guy. He was. He went, would wear the hat. Yeah, he went deer hunting over the over the past winter. Yeah. Put a picture of him holding a dead deer on, and all the New York fans were like, "Bro, that's disgusting. This is wrong." Yeah. And all his Mississippi State fans were like, "Get out of here, city slickers! That deer was asking for it." Yeah. He was telling Holder that he should be traded. So Holder shot him. They're overpopulated in this region. <laughs> All right. Jonathan Holder came up last year, Jake. He made the roster out of the right. gate, and we weren't expecting him to. Right. Right? Who I don't know. I forget who we were eyeing for that last spot, but we were not expecting Holder to get it, and he did get it. And then we were kind of proven right immediately yeah. because in his first – Three outings, he gave up six earned runs. The first one, he came in for one out, gave up a hit, then got the strikeout. Then his next two, versus Tampa Bay, versus Baltimore, he gave up three earned runs and then three earned runs again and got sent down to the minors. You know, he lasted three games, got sent down to the minors, and everyone, and everyone was like, yeah, told you. Bingo. 
That's why he was on none of our 25-man roster predictions, guys, because we know better than you. Turns out they actually kind of knew what was going on because when he got called back up and they kept going to him, we thought it was insanity. We were, like, doing the same thing over and over again. And in his next 23 games after getting called up, he pitched 27.2 innings and only gave up three runs, zero unearned runs. So we had a 23-game stretch of zero unearned runs. And then from there, he kept being good until the August Boston series. Do I right. want to stop there? You have some stuff on this, Jake? Or just in general, Holder? Um, I, I mean, I, I want to go back a little bit before we can land on the Boston series, and we'll, we'll hit it, and it is what it is. I think people would be shocked to hear that Holder threw in eight games in 2016, and he threw in 37 games in 2017. Um, so, I mean, this this guy was on the Yankees' radar for a little while, and then he did come out of camp. He had those tough couple games, and then he was lights out. He got on a streak. He he was hot. He was kind of that that middler guy we were we were looking for in our bullpen. Um, and yeah, he he was really strong. And then the Boston massacre happened. I I think that's the only way to label it. Um, the that big August series with Boston. He comes out, and I think his his final stat line, zero innings pitched, five hits, seven earned runs, one walk, one home run, uh, 25 pitches. We uh, When this was happening, it was excruciating. Um, I, I think you could yell at Booney slash the Yankees. I think there was maybe two batters too long. He was left in there. It was weird. Um, it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Going to elaborate on that? No, no. I mean, it was <laughs> it was just really dumb. Like, they let him out to die. Yeah. For seemingly no reason. He threw 25 pitches, which he hadn't thrown in like two weeks. Ah, I guess he was up there. He threw 27 another inning. So it wasn't, it wasn't that many pitches, but... It was. I'm trying to look at the game log right now. It was. It, it just. It happened fast. They were. They were all over him, and then it. It just clearly. It passed the point where it's like, I'm. I'm so. I don't know how depleted the bullpen is. I don't know anything. But you can't keep this guy out there. He did pitch the day before that. He pitched August first. He pitched seventeen at seventeen pitches, one inning against Baltimore. I think it was a situation where they had a plan. He came in, he went walk, double, fielder's choice, home run, double, single, double. And then Chad came in and, and let some of his runs score. It was yeah. bad. And this is exactly why I don't like looking at reliever ERA to judge the season. Because right. this was one game where he allowed seven earned runs. So his ERA to end the year is 3.14, which you would say isn't that good for a reliever. But that doesn't... That's, that's not true. You'd say that's good. <laughs> uh, not like a top flight reliever. Nobody's not asked to be a top flight reliever. Well, 314, he, 314 is a good bullpen ERA. Uh, he had a much better season than a 314 ERA. And we'll get there. But 314 ain't bad. A lot of teams would love a 314 guy out of the bullpen. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's a different statement. I don't. I mean, if Dellen and, and Britton came out with 314s, I think we'd say it was an off year. Right, but these are guys that are supposed to be the the best relievers in baseball. Like, yeah, but so I'm best. saying that Jonathan Holder's year last year was closer to those guys 
than 314 ERA. If I just did the math, if if he got taken out earlier in that game and wasn't right. allowed to implode and say he only gave up two earned runs. Sure. That would drop his season ERA all the way down to 2.45. Yeah. It's like a 60 point swing. That's why reliever ERA is stupid. I don't I don't care about it. Yeah, and then Zach Britton finished last year with a 3-1 ERA, by the way. But well, bad year. That it was a bad year for Britain. I like going even deeper than that. Uh, for Britain, for an average reliever, pretty good year. So, Jim, I I got into the weeds of Twitter one day on this because, let me again, a lot of teams out there would kill for a twenty five year old reliever to go sixty games, sixty strikeouts, three one four ERA. A lot of teams would kill for that. My Rockies out here, Jonathan Holder would be their eighth inning guy. That's that's just a fact. You said if he gave up two earned runs in that, what 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 his ERA would be? Two point four five. Okay, so let's 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 do just a couple a couple fun ones quick. Just so if you take out, so you mentioned in April he made the roster and he kind of blundered, right? That he goes back down to the minor leagues. So he has he has those three appearances, March thirty first through April six. He goes down. If you take out those first three. Okay, and I, I know I'm starting to get picky and choosy, right? You take out the first three appearances bef- before he comes back up, and then you take out his last game of the year. His, his last appearance was in one of those Boston games that ended up not mattering. If you take out the last game of the year in those first couple games he got lit up before he went back to the minors, he had a 2-1-4 ERA. So game at the end of the year that didn't matter, first ones earlier, 63 innings pitched, 188 batting average against. It just lights out. Again, I like it, it was the point you were trying to emphasize before like this this guy's ERA had the chance to be super good. I mean, 214. If you take out the Boston Massacre there, which again, I know you can't just do that. Outside of the Boston Massacre, Booney and the pitching staff decided he was <laughs> he wasn't going to pitch that day. It never happened. You're down to one one four with my my early parameters. Those early games that he wasn't tuned in for, and the final game that didn't matter. I mean, I just think this guy on so many other teams would be so much more hyped up. I I think he's only going to improve. He's our sixth man out of the bullpen. Uh, you could argue this guy would be the <laughs> the best guy in the Red Sox bullpen right now which Red Sox fans would laugh at after seeing the massacre, but you could come at them with some stats if you want. I, I don't know. I, I believe in Holder. I know some of Yankees' Twitter wasn't bought in. They think because he has options, he has the potential to be on the move a little bit. And you never know. After watching Tommy Canely last year, I'm not going to promise you anything. Yeah, any guy, any guy with options, especially Holder, they might mess up. Like, what if his service time can be messed with? We might see them mess with that. I mean, we saw it last year, so I, I'm not giving any promises. But, I mean, this guy, in his first full season, I'd, I'd say a season and a half of professional baseball, he threw up a 3-1-4 ERA, and one of those games he gave up seven earned runs and was just an absolute massacre. So even counting that, and if you just use that, the reliever scope you normally talk about, if you just view it as good relief games and bad relief games, this guy was all-star level, for like 95% of the game. So 
I I don't know. I I'm I'm in on Jonathan Holder. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. He's not going to see many big innings because, like we said, he's got five guys ahead of him that will see them really important innings. But the good thing about a guy like Holder and having such a depth is you're not going to use those guys when you're down one, down two in everyday regular season games. And a Holder is a guy that can be used there. Last year he got brought in down one. Uh, looks like like ten times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11 times and 10 out of those 11 times. But when he came out of the game, they were still just down one. Right. So, so he kept it at bay. Oh, actually w- w- one time they were, they were tied. And one time he gave up a run to, to further the gap in the loss. And that's when he's going to be used down one, down two in the earlier innings. Yeah. I think, I, I think some of the interesting stuff to watch with Holder is, are they going to stretch him? Are they going to try to make him a potential two inning guy? Um, we've talked about when the inning needs pen and you have all these lights out power arms that you, you kind of need someone that was our Adam Warren from past years to eat those innings up. It'll be interesting to see. It, we, we talked about this on our spring training episode. Holder could be a guy, you know, he has a changeup. He didn't use it as much. Maybe he's working on that to kind of extend his innings. I, I think those are the kind of things you want to watch out for from Jonathan Holder this year. They didn't stretch him out at all last year. Uh, in that first stint, he threw 42 pitches one game that went 14 innings versus the Orioles. So they were kind of their hands were forced. And then the rest of the year, he never threw 30 pitches. So yeah, we'll he, see if they stretch him out. He he had 10, 10 appearances that were two innings or more. So I, I, I think, you know, the the pitches is a good way to measure it. I think the innings is a way too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he, he pushes that a little further this year. Maybe not. Uh, it depends on the Yankees' plans with him and how he looks. So um, here's my my final line kind of on Holder, Jake. Not final. Okay. Here's my thing. He is the guy on the team I am relying on the least to do what he did last year. Or to, Interesting. Or to okay. benefit the team. Relievers are so volatile, like good then bad, bad, then good. And his role is, is, is there's five guys ahead of him that are more important and he's got options. So I can see him having a bad couple weeks and they send him down and then mess with service time. I can see, I can see him not, I can see him being dominant again for the rest of the year, or I could see him throwing a handful of times in April. And then we don't see him again until September. And I wouldn't be surprised either way. Just his not his, nothing to do with him as a guy. Just the guys that are surrounding him in the bullpen and his role. That's why I would say I I wouldn't put in, if someone bet me like on a holder's games played. I just wouldn't I. I wouldn't take the better. I, I wouldn't. I don't know what the odds would even be. I would put the odds at like fifty. Like I don't think. What do you you get? What I'm trying to say? Uh not really. I I think. I I I do to a degree. I think you're trying to say the other guys in the bullpen are more important. I th- I think an important thing to watch for is if, if Holder is really solid again, depending what we need at the trade deadline. Jonathan Holder can be a nice, a really nice piece in a trade. I I think that'll be interesting. Um, I I think I I've I've got my comparison and I've got my phrase for you. I this I'm I'm expecting Holder to be. Really stable again, um, almost a, a slightly better Adam Warren. Um, I, I think all those guys in the bullpen, Britton, Batances, Adovino, Chad Green, uh, Chappie, 
those guys are all, I mean, they're these powerful, impressive racehorses. That's what I always compare Chapman to. And, like, to have all five of them right at the same time rarely happens. Like, that's the goal going into the postseason. But those guys are, are all going to have their stretches this season. I kind of need Holder to be the stable guy. Like, uh, Adovino's having a rough stretch. Um, you know, we could go to him here in the seventh inning. But you know what? Holder's been pitching well. Let's give Adovino another day off. We'll, we'll come back to him. I, I kind of want him to be... Just a little bit of a stabilizing force, and I, I, I have my, my, my final thing, James, on, on Jonathan Holder, and I, I want to zoom this out to a baseball level. Well, I'm going to start far away from baseball and then bring it in. Jimmy, you know the movie Hall Pass? Yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, they get, mm. they get hall passes from their wives. Know the scene where they go out... And they meet up with that legend guy. I, f- I forget his name, but they meet up with the legend Ziegler guy. Ziegler or something like that? Yeah, something like that. They meet up with Ziegler. They go out to that nightclub, and, you know, Ziegler's being the man. He's bopping around. And they're, uh, they see a pretty blonde girl across the bar. And Ziegler's like, no, dude, you don't want to talk to her. Check this out. With that group of girls she with. Coakley. She- Coakley. <laughs> with that group of girls she's with. She looks really hot. She's a, she's a half-cute girl that's hanging out with not-cute girls. That's why she looks great. Jonathan Holder has the reverse effect. Jonathan Holder is around all these Instagram models, Victoria's Secret models, Chapman, Batances, all these guys. And you see Jonathan Holder, and he's kind of just like the cute. He, he looks good. He's nice. He's polite. He's pretty. But, you know, he's not, he's not posting those pictures from Tulum. Uh, of him wearing a thong bikini, and so we we kind of get away from him. But I'm I'm telling you, man, Jonathan Holder for what he's doing at age 25 is a really solid relief piece. Um, whether it's going to be for this team throughout the season as as someone you can lean on when you need him, or if it's moving him to another team in the right deal. All right. Yeah, I think you have high hopes. Like if you were to take the whole 25 man roster, be like which guy. It wouldn't surprise you if he didn't play a part in this season at all. I think Holder's my top pick. Yeah, I mean, it's up there. It's a bullpen guy with options. I completely get that. But I, I also think it's kind of that Yankees privilege that you and I laughed about the other day when we kind, we don't talk about Araldis Chapman a lot. Like, we just were okay with him in the back of our bullpen. Um, I, I think it makes us overlook how, how value, valuable someone like Jonathan Holder really yeah. is. I also think that it, 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 it's just like there's guys that might be able to take his spot. Uh, like Loisaga or Herman in relief might be able to, to swoop in that spot where the other guys are all established and getting paid for that spot. But again, just, just think about that. We're saying that one of these young guys that haven't really proven much on the major league level is going to overtake a guy that was one one bad inning away from having a ERA in the low twos last year. Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm not that's trying kind to of knock, insane. I'm not trying to knock Holder at all. It's just it's just the position, the volatileness of the position, and the options and all the surrounding stuff make it, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That ends this episode on, I was going to call him Kyle Holder, which isn't his name. That's, Holder. That, that's the other guy in the, the prospects name. Jonathan Blake Holder. We killed a deer this one. Bulldogs. See you guys. <laughs>